Well, we are at episode number 95, which means we're five episodes away from 100. And this month is our two-year anniversary of Nomads, the Space in Between. I have to say I'm pretty surprised. I wasn't sure what this was going to be, if it was going to be anything at all. And here we are two years later, so many stories behind us. And so many stories ahead that we're going to continue to share as we go. So yeah, these next five episodes are going to be fun. We're bringing back some of our old favorite guests. Uh, Not that the other ones aren't our favorites too, but yeah, we have a couple of guests that have been on a few times and they're going to interview me and dive into my story. And we'll check in with them too and see where they're at in the midst of everything. And this month, too, here we are in October 2020, uh, is the celebration of six years of Nomad. Six years, October 28th, we started, I started Nomad, always at home. And so I'm not quite sure how we're going to celebrate it this year, but it's going to happen in some way, shape, or form. So stay tuned for that. And few other things happening in Nomadland this month. Uh, We just had our open house yesterday. As I record this on Sunday, we had a beautiful, beautiful turnout of of people and Colby Rolando and Ashley Ludman, who've also been on the podcast, they co-facilitated with me meditation and breath work with my Movement 109 practice. And it was really a special day. I'm, I'm really grateful that they were able to be there and the people who showed up were there. And it was launching our Mental Wellness Month. We're claiming October to be our Mental Wellness Month because hold on tight, my friends. It is an interesting month leading up to November, yes, which is going to be an election month here in the United States. And I have a feeling just from the past week, things are going to get crazy. So we need to make sure that we're taking care of our mental mental wellness. And how do we do that? Well, we get into our body. We turn on that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest, get into our body, try not to stay out in the noise too long. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself, your being. So a few ways we're offering that. Again, we started with an open house yesterday and we now have courses over at Teachable. My Who Are You Becoming? Some of you participated in this past year. It is now a self-paced course. So you can go and sign up for this, getting your own movement practices, journal prompts, guided meditations, self-care, self-discovery practices that'll take you deeper recommendations of specific podcasts here that are in alignment with each week and what else words to inspire you stories to inspire you it is a beautiful i'm very proud of this package uh, this course so you can go and sign up for it who are you becoming at nomads teachable site i will put that in the show notes i'm sure or Jen will, to be honest. Jen's doing the show notes. And we also have a beginner's yoga series. So if you're out there and you're not quite sure where to start in getting in your body, try beginner yoga series. Myself and Karina and Samantha have put together a short practice that you can use individually, three-part practice that you can use individually or on uh, all together as a beautiful, full, rounded practice that will get you into your body. 
And I will also be launching, Daily Ohm is launching, I should say, my uh, Move Your Core, Change Your Life. It's an online course as well over at their site that is going to be announced in the next week or two. And I just got off the phone, or phone, off of Zoom uh, with my group, Who Are We Becoming? Really special group, and we're going to kind of use what I just shared with them in in this talk today. Oh, and one more thing. For people who are out there who are healers and yoga teachers and other body workers and therapists, facilitators that are helping people being of service and trying to get them in their body, I'm leading my facilitator training. Last call for a Movement 109's facilitator training, level one, that's starting this Wednesday, October 7th, and it goes through October 28th, and level two starts right up after that for three weeks. So it's a, I truly believe in it. I think in the midst of all of the chaos that we have all been uh, feeling the past several months, I have to say, and in my personal life too, has been a little up in the air and discombobulating and disorienting and not quite sure where I'm going. I have felt the most grounded I've ever felt in my life because of this practice and other practices, other healing practices that I've been participating in. Um, So I want to share it with people. I want to share it with facilitators who can share it with their people. And I want to share it with you in any way we can. But yes, the facilitator training starting October 7th, and I would love for you to join me. So that's enough about telling me what's happening in Nomadland, but it's all Nomadland, I think. Uh, yeah, we, if you join me over at Facebook and Instagram, I have been leading meditations on Mondays for probably since May or June. And each week I sit and lead a meditation and we talk a little bit about the meditation. And I use the archetype cards, which I've mentioned here in the podcast too, uh, to set our intention for that day and for that week. And this week, as I was preparing for the open house, I pulled the ocean card. And this archetype is really about stepping into the unknown and, and having 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 the intention of ha- having to dissolve the ego in order to step into the unknown dissolving the ego dissolving the little us to become part of the bigger us the ocean of us the collective right so looking at what is still holding us back us little selves back from being the fullest expression of our bigger selves to play a part of this collective Yeah, so I want to dive into that a little bit, but before we do, and it's all interwoven, uh, the past several weeks you've been hearing from the voices of our healing healer circle. So we've been looking at expanded awareness practices and healing modalities that can serve you during these times to get you more grounded. So I want to look at that and also how these practices help you get into that space of dissolving the ego. And I think that there is this balance of going, zooming in into the micro level, like looking at really dissecting your personal patterns, what's happening in your personal life, 
and then also zooming out to look at the macro level, the the expansion, the expandive awareness practice that see how you, your little part plays into this bigger part. And to also not get wrapped up in the little tiny chaotic details uh, to see that there is something bigger going on here. So these practices that we've been you know, sharing with you all the past several weeks and even before that, are here to help you go in and zoom in and see are there patterns that you're holding in your thoughts and or in your body or or how you're interacting with others in your life how can you start to detangle them but then also how are you reflecting them out into the collective how is this these bigger bigger thought patterns yeah that we're all manifesting together how we are participating in and the collective right politics is just how we organize ourselves as a collective or as a community so so we look at again how to look at it the micro and then expanding out to the macro level and so we talked to Jean Marie who is a Vedic astrologer so she looks at you know the expansive awareness of your own life looking at how you know you have this karma stepping into this world into your body and how you are here to be called to play out certain certain lessons yeah so that you can continue on you can break free from them and then continue on and be liberated and and maybe there's a new karma from that karma yeah that you continue on in this life or another life so she helps make sense of of these different these different patterns that you come into your soul brings with you into this existence and then we also look at the expansive awareness practices like marie who offered us a look into the akashic records yeah the library of our soul the soul of the world so understanding how we can see again another way of seeing how we play our part in this this collective and how we can also zoom into our personal life and detangle ourselves from these different patterns, these different karmas that we, we have been carrying throughout other lives too. And then we talked to Coco, the body talk, our body talk facilitator, and, and that was very much a personal healing modality as I shared in my experience how so much was unfolding in my physical body and how that reflected out into my perception of how I interact with others. And uh, yeah, that was a very, very healing experience. I still am unpacking my experience with Coco. Uh, and then we, we spoke with Melissa, who has various healing modalities. She has so many tools in her toolbox and her coaching and how she's created this beautiful package and, and helping and guiding others through her programs. And Colby, who talked about her biohacking of nutrigenomics. Oh gosh, I hope I said it right. I say it wrong every time, but biohacking, yeah. And, and then we also talked to Abigail on how she uses sound healing to go in, as she said, to go in. So they shared their stories and they shared how they can be of service to you. And I hope that you can, I hope that you can use them and hope that, hope that they are a service to you because we do, we need these practices right now. We need to be able to see ourselves, our personal selves in this big collective story that we're all sharing together. Yeah. Um, we need to be able to dissolve our ego 
Yeah, the little us dissolving into the big us. And so these types of awareness practices and healing modalities will get us there. Yeah, I, I believe so strongly in that. There's so much chaos right now and and we need this more than ever. I want to talk about uh, right now, as I said before, we use these cards, these archetype cards to set the intention and, and how... Ah, oh, it's just so perfect how amazing these cards really speak to what is happening in our lives, the collective lives and our personal lives. So I want to just go backtrack the past three weeks and just show you this side of it uh, to get a, another perspective. So the about a couple, I guess it was three weeks ago now or two weeks ago, really, because we're just entering in the ocean. So two weeks ago, I pulled the Lithia card, which is the naked truth. So this goddess, one of the goddesses of truth, she's holding up a mirror for you to look in and reflect back your truth. Yeah, the naked truth. And so it is being revealing what has been concealed this whole time. And during that week, in fact, it was the very last night, we all found out, and I'm going to use the person who is in charge of this country as an example. Yeah, because I think that he represents a big collective of our negative energy that we put out there. Yeah, he, he represents anger and hatred and toxicity and chaos and the more that we put our energy into it whether you are for him or against him yeah if you're for him because you are alignment with the toxic angry hateful things that he says um, or you're against him because of that there is some negative energy that you're putting into him right you're giving an attention to and so he does represent uh, then a, a lot of of what is I don't want to say wrong but a lot of negative energy that that is out in our world and so I want to use him as an example as to these expansive awareness practices yeah so that week Alithia that Sunday night so it was just before I pulled another card he it was revealed about his taxes it was revealed that he has been covering up <laughs> a lot over decades about his own business success he's covered up how much he uh, contributed to our tax system to our country to our government and that was a huge revealing yeah that was sunday night at the end, the tail end of that week. And then the very next day was the apocalypsis. Yeah, which most people think of the end of the world. But it really is uh, this, again, an unearthing of, of what was hidden this whole time. This um, of revealing of the chaos that has been here this whole time. So when there's that unearthing, there is a lot of confusion, right? Everything, our world is turned upside down. There's a lot of confusion. There is a lot of chaos. There is a lot of um, anxiety around the uncertainty of what is next. 
And so last week was a doozy of a week. Yeah, using him as an example, we had the, you know, the information about his taxes. And then we had a very apocalyptic debate. Yeah, the, right, it was very chaotic. It was very negative, toxic, um, just where are we going as a country, right? And him and and his opponent, yeah, Biden included, just you looked at the screen and feeling that these are the two people we have as a choice, yeah, to lead us. It's utter chaos. How can our world continue? Yeah, there was just this great sense of chaos um, within that, the this feeling of the end of something, yeah, or or feeling doomed that, oh my gosh, these are the two choices we have to a certain extent. Um, and then, you know, in the midst of this too, we're still dealing with fires, forest fires on the West Coast. We're still dealing with COVID. Uh, and then we find out at the end of this week, yeah, that one of these these leaders, yes, the leader of our country, um, is now diagnosed. Somebody who has been speaking so kind of haphazardly about, oh, it's going to go away as a miracle, and now here he is, yeah, diagnosed with it. So again, another layer of just chaos, of confusion, of like, what is this world coming to? But the beautiful message, again, with the apocalypse is that it's not the end. There's something new being born here. And it even says in the in the lesson and the card that uses the example of fires, how fires are burning away, yeah, everything to to create a new life. Yeah, once the fires go out, new life begins again. And so to hold on tight in the midst of all of this chaos, and it might not end just because this weekend and we're in a different card, right? <laughs> um, but hold on tight. There is a new beginning. There is a new dawn. There is a new child being born. There is a new world being born. And so how can we just sit with what has brought us to this moment, brought us to our knees in a lot of ways, and, and see there is a new world that we want to be, we want to create together. So how do we do this? And so that brings us to the ocean. And as I said before, the ocean is this dissolving of the ego, dissolving the little us to the big us. And to go back to the example of the leader of this country, yes, is he is being brought to his knees right now. His ego needs to get, is getting a check. Yeah. He is not untouchable. He too can get sick. There is a dissolving of ego here. There's a dissolving of ego who, um, who have kind of upheld his, his image and his message of it's just going to go away or just continue on, you know, just worry about yourself, don't worry about others, right? Because really that's what the mask is doing, is to protect us, not for separation, but out of respect of one another. If you look at other countries that, were, um, that haven't been hit as well, it's because they saw the bigger picture of taking care of their, our neighbors Right in Indonesia, Bali, where I I had traveled from when I was there, just as the lockdown happened, they were very strict. Even before there was a lockdown, they were 
changing their ways and still there's to a certain extent a little bit of a lockdown but it hasn't they haven't been touched as much as say here in this united states uh and costa rica taking it very seriously yeah these are just little countries that i keep my eyes on <laughs> but they took things very seriously out of respect of taking care of their collective because they knew being sort of through third world countries if it got there they might not have the full resources, yeah, that say a country like the United States, who's supposed to be able to take care, have healthcare systems that, you know, shouldn't break down. Yeah, um, they know the the bigger consequences if they don't take care of their neighbors and each other. So they were very cautious of it. So here we are now, being brought to our knees, our very own person who is in charge of this country is being brought to his knees. And now hopefully we're looking at that and questioning our own egos, right? How can we dissolve our, our, uh, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to wear this mask. It just makes me look funny or whatever the dialogue is um, to, oh, this is to bring us all closer together in the long run to take care of each other, right? to dissolve that little us to the big us. So we can look at, again, how there's something bigger going on here. It's not just because I pulled a card and all this happened, right? There's something bigger going on here. We can call it spirit, source, God, goddess, whatever resonates with you. Maybe you don't want to give it a name. Maybe it's just something that is bigger that is going on here that you can explain. But there is something going on that is sending us messages always. It's sending us messages on the micro level in our bodies. We can think of disease, right? How does disease start? Well, it starts with a message. It starts with maybe a grumbling in your stomach. Uh, maybe it starts with a sensation of in your knee, right? But if we ignore them, over time yeah we keep playing and you know continuing to do our daily activities on that that knee that's just aching and aching and then all of a sudden it twists and it breaks and we need some sort of surgery like an acl surgery or a meniscus surgery right or if we're not listening to that those messages in our stomach right after you eat some you know, dairy or, or whatever it is that your your stomach's just not so much agreeing on and then it turns into some sort of disease in the digestive system, right? So our body is sending us little, tiny little messages. Sometimes we listen to them, sometimes we ignore them, sometimes we just hear them and say, I'm doing it anyways, but it turns into disease over time. Right, and that's where we're looking at it right now on the macro level. We're dealing with a lot of noise because we haven't really been listening. We haven't been listening to these messages from source, from Mother Earth, right? The forest fires, what's happening? We haven't been taking care of her for, for a long time now. And she is raged. <laughs> she is in a rage. She is literally fire, firing on fire putting herself on fire. So we are in this space of, are we going to continue to ignore or are we going to listen? And when we listen, when we step into the oceans of the unknown, 
there's that invitation, but then also behind it is, are you bringing with you those old patterns, those old paradigms, your ego wants you so badly to hold on to, right? Because the ego knows it's safe, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's uncomfortable, it knows that it's safe to a certain extent, right? So in my personal, in my personal life, yeah, I'll share a little bit of this is, you know, um, I often feel something that I'm working on is when I feel uncomfortable, when my ego is going, ooh, this doesn't feel so right. I want to flee. I get restless. I want to flee. I want to change directions. I want to change projects. I want to change relationships. I, I want to change where I'm physically living. And so as I've been sharing with you all, over the course of, I think it's been 18 months now, you know, I gave up my home, my apartment in 2019, but really kind of the year prior to that, I had been planning to move because I just needed to flee. I needed to get out. I needed to change. And I have been on this journey of finding what my new home was, knowing that, yes, it's maybe a pattern of feeling restless and wanting to, you know, change it up and but I also knew my soul was calling me to find roots, find new roots. And leading up to March of this year, 2020, I knew there was some place that I needed to land, but I didn't know. And I was even to the point of March 10th, I believe, March 11th, 12th, something like that. I went to see Marie, who um, was on here about the Akashic Records. And I was still kind of searching for what, where is my next home? And we were starting to feel, you know, the rumblings of, of, you know, shutdowns around the world. And I was like, where am I going to live? And where am I going to land? Do I stay in Bali? Do I go to New York? Do I go to West Virginia? Do I continue the plan that I had before of going to out West, Southwest to Colorado or New Mexico? I just was feeling so torn and her message from the records, from my Akashic records, was to find home within, to go to your heart, to go home to your heart and find it within. And when I did my own meditation, I think it was a day or two later, it was my message from source, from spirit, was to go to my families, to see my family. And that's what I did. I came back. I came back to New York to quarantine, and then I came. I made my way to West Virginia. Been living with my grandmother for the past, I guess it's four months, and still feeling a bit uncomfortable. Feeling like, okay, is this where I'm landing? And you know, looking at that truth, that truth was being revealed these past months, and up until you know the card of Alithia came up again. And she was looking at, I was, I was being forced to look at what is my truth here? What has been concealed this whole time? Was that there's still some work, there's still some inner work for me to detangle from my relationships of my past to the relationships of my present for me to understand that, that my roots are, are always within me. It doesn't matter where I need to go. No matter where I go, I'm going to be able to find these roots again. 
right? Because they're already here. They're already here within me. They're just going to take root. <laughs> they're going to take root wherever I'm at. So revealing that was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, a bit uncomfortable because here I am in West Virginia and really all I want to do is flee again and hearing that some countries are opening up like, oh, Costa Rica is opening their doors and oh my goodness, but I have made a commitment to stay here. I find As I'm talking to you, I'm in my own little home now um, and making that transition formally, right? Moving from New York officially to over the next month or so officially into West Virginia. Um, and yeah, during this past week or so, during the apocalypse, yeah, as we were looking at the chaos, there was a lot of unearthing of some really hard conversations I had to have um, with, with people that I'm close with. There were hard conversations with people that I'm potentially becoming close with that were unearthing some old patterns of mine and unearthing some old patterns of that person's too. And we were bringing it to light and it's uncomfortable. And again, all I wanted to do was flee and just go, oh my God, let me go somewhere else. But now stepping into the space of the ocean, dissolving the ego, dissolving this idea of, oh, you know, staying, you know, here. I, I never, ever, ever thought that I'd end up in West Virginia, but I'm here. I'm Ego is dropping itself down and going, okay, I'm here now. Let's see. Let's see what wants to be revealed. Yeah. What wants to be, what wants to be revealed here now? What stories are unfolding? What relationships will unfold from here? Uh, what opportunities may come? And, you know, always putting myself out here, whether it's a podcast or meditation, uh, a different course, an open house, a class, there's always this dissolving of ego. Yeah. Not seeing enough people there or see or, you know, quote unquote, or having this conversation of, you know, did it land? Am I good enough? You know, am I am I an imposter? Do I have anything to share with people? It's always it's always here. It's always coming up. Ego's always coming up and raising its kind of ugly little head. And so, the just this past two days, I've really had to say, you know, okay, little ego, go sit in the corner. I acknowledge you. I see you. I hear you. But I'm not necessarily listening to you because. You were saying some things that are not so positive, <laughs> not so positive. And I want to go in this other direction. Yeah, I want to, I know that I'm here of service for, for others. And you little ego are only watching out for yourself. <laughs> You're only watching out for, you know, keeping yourself feel safe or kind of, you know, making yourself feel big. But you're not that, right? You are something bigger than than this little self. And you are here to serve, serve as many people. And if you, little ego, get in the way, <laughs> you're getting in the way. Yeah, for not just yourself, but for, for the big us. <sighs> so that is a constant conversation with myself. And we'll see how it unfolds. But for now, I've... You know, quieted the ego, quieted the restlessness, and just 
sitting in the space. Yeah, I'm literally sitting in my my little studio. It's actually not little, it's a quite big room. Um, that is my, I'm calling my movement studio here and my podcast studio too. And it's here in West Virginia and I'm just looking out the window and seeing a lot of green. Yeah, a beautiful sky and it's not a bad place to be. Yeah, but little ego has other stories that it wants to tell and I'm just acknowledging it and sitting with it and trusting that there is something bigger going on here. Source, spirit, goddess, God, universe, it all has a bigger story that I don't quite get yet and I'm excited to see how it's going to unfold. And so I invite you to, what what little self, what little ego is still sitting in the corner demanding you to listen? Yeah. What stories is, is he or she telling you that you can listen to, but you can hear, rather. You can hear it, but you don't have to listen and take their advice. Are there messages instead of that big, that voice that could be pretty loud at times? Yeah. And this could be in the shape also, if not just in your thought patterns, but it could be in the sound of social media or media, right? Telling you the way to think, how to be, how to act. But can you quiet those noises? Yeah. And get quiet and go within the macro, the micro level. Yeah. The What is happening? What is that little voice not the little ego voice, but your intuition, your inner knowing. Those messages in your body that are saying, slow down, slow down, listen to me. Right? Those aren't ego. Those are, that's something telling you there's something else you're supposed to be paying attention to. So listen. And then that's going to step you into the bigger us. Yeah, when you slow down and listen at the micro level, you'll start to move into a place that is more aligned with where we're all going collectively together. Moving back into the flow of the ocean, the beautiful ocean waves carrying you along. So if you remember what your purpose is or you're not quite sure what your purpose is, go within. Yeah, do some sort of healing modality. Get into your body. Get out of your head, right? And start to listen to those voices that might not be so loud right now. But turn them up. Yeah, turn down that ego voice. Turn down those outer chatter voices and go within and turn that intuition, that inner knowing voice up a little bit. Listen again to your body and see what is here for you now. What is here for you now? What is here for you now that is here for all of us? Because we need you to be you. We need you to be you in this time and space right now. Just that. 
just that in this, this beautiful ocean of ours. Dissolve that little ego and step into the fullness of you. So I hope that can be of service to you in some way. And if you need a little bit more guidance, again, go over to Nomad's website. You can get links to other healers and expanded awareness practices through me and through, again, like I said, our circle of healers and explorers and, and dive into yourself. Dive into this beautiful ocean that you are and have a beautiful day.